0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on today's podcast. I uh, thank you for being a little forbearing with me. We have been looking for a number, a number, a number of episodes of the sign of the coming again of the Lord Jesus Christ. When will these things occur? What will happen? What will be the sign of the end of the age? That's what the disciples are asking. And we were actually in the midst of looking at the trumpets, uh, the bowls, and that kind of stuff. Uh, But I had a subject that popped up in in recent days, really, this week, and I thought, I want to spend a little time on this. And as is often the case, it winds up being longer than you think it will be, right? So we're looking at one simple thing, and it's the idea of Godhead. Godhead. The triune nature of God, that I'll agree that the triune nature of God is not a small matter. And it's something that man has been looking at uh, for millennia now, but it's something well worth it. And we need to know what the truth is in this. So we're just looking at the scripture passages, and we've looked at Acts 17, where Paul uh, started to explain some of the elements of the Lord. He didn't use the word Godhead in that passage, I don't believe, but uh, maybe he did. I don't remember off the top of my head. But there's three or four places in the King James Bible that does use that phrase, Godhead. The modern translations don't use that word. And I think that is to our detriment. It is our loss because it is the word that describes that wondrous covenant and union, a mysterious covenant and union of God, God as one, God as Father, Son, and Spirit, but the three, one. We saw in First John chapter 5 in the King James Version, it says the three are one. In the modern translations, they drop that entire seventh verse out. Okay, And there's reasons for that, which we're not going to get into right now. Where I'm going today, though, is Romans, uh, the first chapter of Romans. And it's actually the 20th verse of the first chapter of Romans that speaks about the Godhead. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read just that 20th verse, and then I'm going to stop, and we're going to back up to the first verse because I think it's really important, and it may take us two or three episodes to get back to the 20th verse for us to set the context for this. Because here's what Romans 1 verse 20 says, For the invisible things of Him, and that's speaking of the, the Lord Himself, Father, the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world Are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And literally at the end of that verse right there, we're still in mid sentence, it goes on for another uh, verse to finish the sentence out. And, but you see the word Godhead there. Uh, the newer translations will say divine nature. Well, again, that's okay if you know what's being spoken about there. But quite often people don't. So let's go back to the first verse okay, of Romans 1. Paul is writing to the church in Rome, and he'd never met these folks before. He really did want to meet them. As a matter of fact, he's about to say something about that. But here's what he says. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. Then verse 2 is actually in parentheses, so it's a little parenthetical statement that Paul makes, uh, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scripture. Well, what had he promised before by the prophets in the Holy Scripture? Well, why parentheses? Well, it's referring to the gospel. He says that I've been separated, I've been called as an apostle, one who sent forth, a messenger who sent forth, and i've been separated unto the gospel and that gospel can be found in the holy scriptures well from paul's perspective the holy scriptures are what we call the old testament verse 3 says this concerning his son jesus christ our lord which was made of the seed of david according to the flesh now we're still in the same sentence okay it's one of these long sentences in the greek and it's a long sentence in the in english also so he's talking about the gospel of God which concerns the Lord Jesus Christ. So here we see God the Father, we see Jesus Christ the son, and we see that Jesus is the seed of David according to the flesh as was prophesied. Now verse 4, and declared to be the son of God with power. Okay? He was declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection From the dead. So there you have the spirit of holiness, which uh, some believe is the Holy Spirit, some believe it's not. I think it is the Holy Spirit. So you have Father, you have Son, you have the Holy Spirit. He was declared to be the Son of God with power because he was resurrected from the dead. So you see, Paul is addressing from the very beginning of his letter the presentation of what the gospel is, that you have Father, you have Son, you have Spirit, that the Son was resurrected from the dead, that He came in the flesh, He was of the seed of David as was prophesied. It continues, same sentence, verse 5, "...by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for His name, among whom are ye also called of Jesus Christ." To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So the first sentence of the letter is seven verses long in the way that we've done the versification of it. And he's proclaiming to them the gospel message. And you see within that gospel message, God Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. So this concept of Godhead, you see it all the way through the Scripture. The concept of Trinity, which is what we call it today, you see it all the way through the Scripture. Though it may not be uh, spoken of in that way, it's just taken. That this is the nature of God. Uh, let me read uh, three more verses right here, and then our time will be up. Verse 8 of Romans 1. Paul says this. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the world. Now, did the whole world know of their faith? Did the people over in China know their faith? You know, sometimes people get a little snarky about that type of thing. Is this Paul experiencing a little bit of ministerial hyperbole right here? No, what he's saying is that within our world, within the Mediterranean bases, within our circle of influence, within our oikos right here, we have heard about your faith, and it's being spoken of. Verse 9, he says, "'For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit.'" In the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you in my prayers, making request if by any means, now at length, I may have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. It was really Paul's desire to go and visit the church in Rome. And he mentions it here. He said, I'm using God as my testimony, and the Spirit is my testimony. That I mention you all the time in my prayers and I make requests by any means, whatever length it might be, that I could have a prosperous journey. In other words, I'd be able to make it there by the will of God that I would be able to come and visit you. Little did he know how that would actually come to fruition. Uh, if you know the story, you know what I mean. If you don't know the story, uh, the bottom line is, is the time's going to come in days down the road that he will be arrested and he will be sent. To Rome for trial. I don't think he suspected that he would go that way, but he got a free trip on the government's dime, right? And he was able to testify and he was able to meet these folks. Tell you what, my time's about up right here. So uh, we'll continue this next time. We're going to see what all this has to do with the Godhead, though we've seen parts of it already God the Father, God the Son. God, the spirit, that wondrous mystery of the covenant relationship of God himself. Again, I'm Dale. I thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time.